Okay, what's up, guys? It's Americana the American Way. I am Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Few things here, and then we'll get to the, the main stuff. But uh, at her farewell press conference, Jen Pasaki was evidently heckled, uh, and then people uh, realize what I said several months ago Biden's tax on unrealized gains isn't just a billionaire tax so uh, yeah I will I'm going to spark one up start up a stogie here and uh, we're First, we're going to talk about cat houses and Youngstown, Ohio. Then, uh, the legalization of Mary Jane marijuana, Puff the Magic Dragon, has been kicked off the ballot once again in Ohio. It was voted on a few years ago and failed. And honestly, I'm at a point now where I don't care if weed is legal uh, in my state or not. I know as a conservative Republican, I'm not supposed to hold that view. But here's the catch, and I'm sure this is why it was kicked off the ballot yet again. Um, It needs, the whole thing with marijuana is it needs to be open to everybody. If I want to open a Mary, I'm not going to, but if I did want to open a Mary Jane store, I should be allowed to do that. I shouldn't have to be tied in with one particular group of investors. I shouldn't, if I want to grow Mary Jane in my backyard and sell it on my front porch, which I do not. do that or want to, but I'm just saying theoretically, uh, I should be allowed to. And what changed my mind? Um, Statistically speaking, the use of other drugs like uh, heroin, meth, opioids uh, that are killing people in my area and my friends, those uh, tend to go, that drug use tends to decrease in places where marijuana is typically readily available. But we'll get into that momentarily when we get to that article. So let me get this stogie stoking. Here's a little ditty by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band about Youngstown, Ohio. mentions Youngstown yet but evidently has a long 
instrumental intro. So, WKBN in Y-Town is reporting, Demolition begins for condemned cat house. Now, this is not a house of ill refutes, a brothel, not that kind of cat house. Uh, the condemned house in Youngstown where close to 100 cats were rescued is starting to come down. The house, okay, first of all, ain't nobody need to have 100, 100 pet cats. I don't care if you think you're sheltering them, rescuing them, nurturing them. You don't need that many cats. But I think the house, the reason it was condemned, it, it was so overrun with cat feces, cat urine, uh, that it was like soaked into the carpets, into the wood, and the house was just disgusting with uh, cat stuff. Fleas, cat piss, cat poop. Maybe that's where Amber Heard got the poop she put in Johnny Depp's bed. I don't know. Anyways, demolition began this morning on Early Street. Youngstown police searched the South Side Street. Or, well, wait, that's a different thing. <laughs> Last month, Animal Charity found piles of trash inside and dozens of cats and kittens had to be rescued. Now the house, garage, and shed are coming down. Demolition is expected to be finished by Monday. Um, again, nobody needs that many cats. Um, we've had people hoarding cats in my town, and people, neighbors complain about the smell of cat urine and feces outside the house. And Honest to goodness, next to complaints about drugs and crime, when I first became a city councilman, the biggest complaints I got were people hoarding cats. This is some strange phenomenon, but when you like feed and start taking in stray cats, they will colonize, and you can get a whole lot of cats in one area in a very quick amount of time if you're making food readily available to them. I know people think they're doing a good job. They're doing you know, something humane for the cats. You're not. Uh, there are shelters, uh, Angels for Animals in Canfield, Ohio is one of them. You can literally take a kitty cat, put it in a little, uh, like, it's like a drop box. I hate to say that, but it's very nicely done. And the cat goes down a little slide, and Angels for Animals rescues it and adopts it out for you. You don't need to hoard a hundred cats in your house and drive your neighborhood crazy with the smell of cat urine and cat poop. There's just no way to take care of that many cats. Hell, I have a hard enough time taking care of myself. So let's see why Mary Jane 
was kicked off the ballot in Ohio. Also from WKBN. Ohio marijuana legalization struck from ballot in deal with state officials. Columbus, Ohio. A settlement between a coalition and state officials means voters won't get to choose whether to legalize marijuana in 2022, but could at a later date. The agreement was formed Friday between the coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol and the Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, House Speaker Bob Cupp, and Senate President Matt Huffman after the coalition sued them. The two lawmakers in April introduced the coalition's ballot initiative to create a 2022 statewide vote to legalize marijuana. But this was met with conflicting interpretations on whether the coalition handled it properly according to the Ohio Constitution. 100 plus reports of children and adults eating THC laced copycat brands with with adverse reactions. The settlement means that the coalition's petition to add marijuana legalization to ballots is instead to go up for review in 2023. LaRose will send the petition before the state legislature on January 3rd, which will start a four-month period for lawmakers to consider the proposal. Now, there is a vape called Delta 8 which you can buy at any vape store in Ohio and West Virginia. And some places in West Virginia, because I live on the border of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia. Okay, that's what the border looks like. Um, I've seen edibles in West by God, Virginia. So, again, I don't see what the problem is. I think we just got to move beyond our old fuddy-duddy ways as Ohio Republicans and realize marijuana is only a gateway drug when you buy it from a drug dealer. You follow me, playa? See, this is the argument. You smoke a joint, you freak out, you jump out of a second story window, watch the, go to YouTube and find Reefer Madness. It's an old documentary from like the 50s that tells you the horrors of smoking marijuana. None of it is true, but when you buy weed from your weed man, they want to upsell you. Because marijuana is not really that addictive. And you don't overdose on marijuana. And your weed man doesn't want you to overdose on anything. But when you're buying from a drug dealer, they are salesmen at heart. They want to get you hooked on something. So they'll put fentanyl. They'll put 
heroin. They'll put oxy into their marijuana and roll it up for you. Oh, look, here's a nice joint I rolled for you. All ready to smoke. Here's a nice blunt for you. Oh, man. Drug dealer. That, that blunt got me higher than anything before. Oh, yeah, well, I put a little something in it. Put a little cocaine in there for you. You want to try, you want to get a real high? Man, try some coke. No, no, don't put it in your weed. Just, just do some coke. Oh, you like that, that, that joint I gave you? You really got a, well, yeah. I snuck a little, little, uh, oxycontin in it. A little oxy in there for you. To help you out. Here, you want to try some real oxy? Here, just try the oxy and forget the marijuana. That's how marijuana becomes a gateway drug you're buying it people are buying it from a drug dealer who's trying to upsell them on other things that are more addictive as well as more lethal so if the last time the ballot initiative was here in Ohio it was struck down because it opened up marijuana farms and distilleries distributors to a select group of investors uh, and millionaires from California it shouldn't be a select group of people it should be legalized you, you open a business you, a, you have to have a, you know, a legit business like a liquor license have a weed license the government taxes you you pass the tax on to your clients it's not that hard but it should be open for everyone to grow and sell at their liking at their convenience if you want to be the Walmart of weed by God, you can start a Walmart with one store like Sam Walton, a weed mart <laughs> like Sam Walton did with Walmart, and make it as big as you want. If you just want to have a little corner store, we sell groceries and you know overpriced snacks. You're going to sell a lot of snacks to potheads and sell the, the weed you grew in your greenhouse, that should be legal. You get your license, you obey the laws, you keep people that are selling other drugs off your property, you keep crime and theft down, and you're, you're capitalist. You sell your, your, your wares, your goods, to whoever wants to purchase them and can afford them. This ain't brain surgery, folks. And it's time to move on from the idea that marijuana makes you freak out and do crazy things. No, it makes you lazy. <laughs> Robin Williams uh, had a joke, you know. Uh, the, the Canadian snowboarder had to give his Olympic medal back because he tested positive for a performance enhancing drug the drug was weed and Robin's like marijuana will make you do a lot of things but motivated is not one of them 
the guy lost the guy couldn't find his metal it was around his effing neck <laughs> you know um all right so robin tells the joke a lot better than i did but you get the point uh weed is not a performance enhancer uh it can be a hallucinogen it can be a, a relaxation it can be a painkiller can be a lot of things it can it saved the life of a friend of mine he was put on a, a synthetic marijuana pill and it brought him out of his depression as well as gave him the munchies and he was so depressed along with his other uh, mental handicaps that uh, he was starving himself to death a synthetic marijuana pill solved that um, my relative who's got cancer right now they gave him a marijuana pill gave him the munchies cheered him up and he started eating and getting better well then he, this is funny because he's 85 years old uh, he was so high he got up and started trying to walk without his walker and the shift nurse or the aide that was on duty whatever went in to check on him on making her rounds and found him laying on the floor because he forgot he couldn't walk without the assistance of a walker but it, it it was about it was turning his life around he was happy weed makes you laugh at stupid shit it he wasn't eating before weed makes you hungry but let's not legalize Mary Jane because, you know, the, the government made a movie in the 50s called Reefer Madness and some people still think it's true. Moving on. Springsteen sing the word Youngstown in the Youngstown song. Picked that because I started out with a couple articles about Youngstown, Ohio. So, Jen Psaki had her uh, farewell press conference. Uh, she said, I wanted to start out with a series of thank yous, and I promised myself I wasn't going to get emotional. She continued, I want to say thank you to the President and First Lady. They entrusted me in serving in this role for the last 15 months. And I talked about this a little bit before during my first conversation with them, which was in November of 2020 after the election. Pisaki, who reportedly said she, was going, she wasn't going to cry, proceeded to thank the family of the Biden officials the rest of the White House press team and even the White House press corps. 
thank you for your work every day you do to make this country stronger and I'm grateful for all of you as well. Let's get to where the heckling started. Uh, following her goodbyes, uh, one reporter immediately began pressing Pasaki to take questions from across the room and accusing her of avoiding certain reporters for the past, quote, the past 15 months. No, another reporter added, not today. <laughs> Uh, the Republican National Committee also com uh, commemorated Pasaki's exit with a sharply worded statement after a year of promising to circle back and leaving more questions than answers Pisac Jen Pasaki will no longer put a spin on Biden's record of failures from the White House podium RNC Press Secretary Emma Vaughn wrote her new employer encourages it daily. Perhaps Joe Biden's first press interview in more than 90 days will be with Pisaki at PMSNBC. Uh, and then it says you can watch Pisaki's full entire press briefing, final press briefing below. So some reporters wanted her to take questions from, quote, across the room, end quote, and accused her of avoiding certain reporters for, quote, the past 15 months. You know, that's one of the hardest jobs in America, uh, far down from being, you know, the president or being uh a high-ranking or well-known senator or representative. Um, it's a thankless job. Uh, Kaylee McEnany was constantly heckled, verbally abused by the press, pushed by the press to feed into their conspiracy theories about Trump, and she always had a notebook with uh, bookmarks in it, page markers, whatever, uh, where she could just flip through and say, okay, boom, 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 this is what you said a year ago. This is what the answer was. Um, you know, all these things, you know, and it's a constant jousting between the press corps and the press secretary. Uh, you know, Republicans accused the, the press corps of lobbing softball questions to Pisaki uh, to make the Biden administration look better. Um, and of course, you know, the Democrats and Pisaki and them accused the press corps of, uh, or certain members of the press corps being biased and asking the same questions over and stuff like that. Um, that, that job has a short shelf life, a short lifespan. Uh, we had Sean Spicer at the beginning of Trump. He fought like the Dickens with the press. You then had Sarah Huckab Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee, not Huckleberry, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, who fought doggedly with the press uh, in her uh, 
briefings. You then had Kaylee McEnany who fought doggedly with a pretty smile on her face. And by the way, Kaylee, the less makeup you wear, the better you look. Kaylee's a, everyone, first of all, I think Jen Psaki's very pretty. Okay, I just don't like her personality and her politics. But uh, McEnany wears like too much makeup. She doesn't need all that makeup. I mean, we're talking pounds on top of pounds of makeup. She really doesn't need it. Uh, you know, and Pisaki got ridiculed for looking like uh, the, the little uh, doll Chucky from the horror movies or the bride of Chucky. You know, leave us redheads alone. All right. But I always thought Jen Psaki was a, an attractive woman. A lot, and I say that because of this. A lot of people don't didn't said she wasn't attractive. Said she wasn't pretty, and I think that's very degrading and disrespectful. The questions and the grilling uh, by certain reporters or the reporters she avoided. Um, that's part of the job. I mean, that's always part of the job in public service. I get it all the time, too, because I'm in uh, the life of public service. And if you're just out to be a politician like Joe Biden is, you know, Joe Biden wants to be Joe Kennedy. I'm sorry, that's the simple, plain fact. That's why his family's a mess. Uh, but anyway, except for... Bo Biden, he seemed to be a, a pretty up and up cool guy, but <clears throat> anyhow, anybody that wants to be a politician and gets into it for the the exposure is doomed to fail, um, and that's kind of where the Biden administration, Joe Biden, is. He, he got elected to this office. And then he had to have people like Jen Psaki out there covering his ass for him. Because he's not a public servant. He's just a politician that wants to be on TV. Through his son Hunter, he made millions of dollars, even though he's probably too old and forgetful to know how many millions he's got. But anyway, moving right along, I told you so... Months ago, when this first came up, and now The Hill is reporting it, I told you this, I want to say this again after, without the CR in my mouth so you can understand me. I told you so, but you had to go. Biden's tax on unrealized gains will hit far more taxpayers than he claims. Opinion by Isabel Morales, opinion contributor from The Hill. President Biden and congressional Democrats say they want the rich to pay their fair share of taxes. In fact, from what I've read, they call it the billionaire tax. But I told you a long time ago, when you look at the crux of the biscuit, the tax actually starts when you're income and assets reach a hundred million dollars okay reading on 
Their solution is a massive transfer transformation of the tax system to levy an annual tax on unrealized gains of assets like stocks, real estate, and collectibles. They're going to try to tax my baseball card collection, Dagnabbit. I told the story before about the truck driver I met. Truck drivers are making a killing right now. They're get, they're, they can pick and choose what trips they, what loads they carry. They can tell their employer when they're going to work and when they're not. They're like, they'll, they'll, and they'll make thousands, five, six grand a week. A week. And this guy bought two uh, investment cars. Two classic cars that were affordable to him at the time. He paid cash for them. And when the value of those cars goes up, because they're rare cars, the Biden administration will tax him on the value that the cars gained while they were sitting in his garage. So the article continues to say, the proposal should be alarming to all Americans as it would dra uh, drastically <coughs> expand the IRS's power and uh, create new complexity in the tax code. It could grow into millions of Americans over time. The harm, uh, pardon me, harm the economy and very likely unconstitutional. So hopefully somebody challenges the constitutionality of this. Hopefully Republicans take back the House and the Senate before this can even go anywhere. President Biden's fiscal year 2023 budget calls for imposing an annual 20% tax on taxpayers with income and assets that exceed $100 million, a $360 billion tax increase. That tax is similar to the taxes that have long been supported by progressive lawmakers like Senator Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, Democrat from Taxachusetts and Bernie Sanders independent but radical uh, socialist communist from Vermont currently taxpayers only pay capital gains tax when they sell an asset this plan would or create a mark to market regime forcing Americans to pay taxes every year on the gain in value of assets like stocks, my baseball card collection, and real estate. So if my property value ever went up, which I doubt because I live near a housing project, but if my property value went up, I would get taxed on that. If, well, okay, if I made $100 million a year in assets and cash. In order to enforce this tax, the IRS would have to be given vast new powers, making government ever bigger, making government more bureaucratic, giving more control over your life 
to government agencies. Uh, so they were, the IRS would have to be given vast new powers to value the assets of taxpayers. This would be an extremely invasive and difficult tax. The agency would have to keep detailed list of assets of items like jewelry, art, baseball cards. I, I didn't. This is the first time I'm reading this article. And I already said they're coming after my baseball card collection. Baseball cards and more. With the IRS's history of discrimination and malpractice, it should be concerning to have agents collect this information. In the case of a leak, which happens often at the IRS and everywhere in our freaking government, taxpayers could be subject to burglary or at the very least a gross invasion of privacy. You can read that article in The Hill at your leisure. The title is Biden's Tax on Unrealized Gains will hit far more taxpayers than he claims. So again, more government, more government, more government. Government is never the answer. It's almost always 99.99999% time. It's the problem. Ronald Reagan said the three scariest words in the American language, or more than three, are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's scary, folks, because they want to rob and hood us. They want to rob from the rich and give to the poor. And it never works out. Just look at right now. Baby formula shortage. Frickin' dog, canned dog food shortage. Bare shelves at the stores. I went to buy pet food today. Shelves that used to be filled from one end of the aisle to the next. And I'm just talking pet food huge gaps of empty shelf never seen that before and it was like Walmart uh, Dollar General every store you know and it's on essential items you know the stuff that people don't buy every day yeah those aisles are still full but your your bathroom toiletries big gaps on the shelf your pet food big gaps on the shelf Baby formula. Big gaps on the shelves. But Biden wants to steal more taxes from us and send billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight a proxy war with Mother Russia. So, there you have it, folks. This is why you got to vote for the people that are, one, public servants, not politicians, to vote for less government you are not a titty baby you can take care of yourself you're a big boy and big girl all right you want to be a strong whammon want to be a strong independent man take care of your damn self don't listen to the government let them don't let them spoon feed you what they think you want to hear because you ain't gonna get it like Barry Goldwater said many, many moons ago, the government that can give you everything is big enough to take everything away.
actually I think it was the government that is big enough to give you everything is big enough to take it away remember that believe that alright Springsteen you draft dodger Scarver, job a super devil is weird.